Welcome to APC Chats. This is Hector C. Fuentes. I'm accompanied by Ingrid Quiroz and Kevin Quintero. We have a really special guest today. He's a really good friend of mine. He is an overall artist slash creative slash entrepreneur slash a whole lot of other things. His name is Chris Omenihu. First and foremost, I'm just a person. And then mm-hmm. hopefully like the other modifiers of me is musician, hip hop artist, rapper, MC. And then I'll, I'm also the CEO of uh, my own creative agency, creative platform called Human Influence. And uh, through that, like we try to bridge the gap between like emerging artists, brands, and the audiences that are willing to consume those things. So I'm um, like this this Friday we just had a house party. One of our like like key like cornerstone events. Like the thing is people really love house parties. They would pay for a house party, which they did they even donated to the event. Um and the thing about a house party that like like that surpasses like a venue is just it's organic. You're in a house. So you yeah, so someone feels comfortable in that place. Good vibes. And uh yeah, and and that's what we always supply, like good artists and good vibes and like it's funny, my friend who owns Cherub Charlie, she was like, Yo, my little sister was at your event <laughs> and like she was like describing it and I was like, I know her she was she didn't know that like her older sister knew me. Her her little sister was just like describing like yo it was so cool and duba, duba, duba. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Maggie she was like yeah you're at uh, Chris's event and yeah like I keep on taking for granted like how Austin actually doesn't have good vibed events or well um demographic yeah, events there we go <laughs> yeah but bro like, I was gonna say like the well the second time I went to one of your events. Is when I really started to notice. I was like, "Whoa, it's like super diverse." Like, su- I was like, "You'll see." I mean, at any party, because usually college students too that mm-hmm. will go like from UT, Texas State. You know, it's a lot of. It's just like a melting pot of vibes, and it's just that creates. Always the atmosphere is. I mean, I, I always have a good time. I, I saw. Well, I think. Well, you went to a party when in 2015. Yeah, right? I went to your first house party. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I went with Jasmine. You're in the highlight video. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the highlight yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the party was so cool. They had like nothing but Kanye and like it was so tight. Like, <laughs> and that was our yeah. first attempt and we knew what we were going for. Um, it was it was weird. Like by the time I started performing, I was like, first and foremost, y'all are in my backyard. Like I I, I practice. I practice this shit all the time. Can I cuss? Yeah. 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 Um, and it was just like it was second nature. And like on Friday when we we've this is our third house party it was like coming into it i was like trying to preserve my voice because like the whole day i was like because uh, <coughs> like the day before i was like trying to record and i was pushing my voice and i was straining it and i was like so worried and by the time it started like yo this is second nature and uh like putting on and trying to be a, a good host is second nature like my friends that uh, meet me that are from other places they're like yo you texas people are really nice <laughs> y'all are like too hospitable and where are you from i'm from dallas triple d 3d specifically cedar hill texas um shout out to cedar hill home of just football players and how was your childhood there <laughs> uh like it was 
you know, I, I I blame my childhood for like everything I'm interested <laughs> in because being from where I'm from, especially being black, it's like predominantly black and Hispanic now. At first, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. Um. The totem pole started at uh, athletes, thugs. Like, if you're a thug athlete, you got all the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was athlete, thug. You got to have the dickies, though. Ugh, the crease. Dog, yeah. the, the starch to the <laughs> point. Yeah. Like, starch. if you dropped it on the floor, it would break. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, and just being the, the smart or, like, I guess, nerdy african kid there's a distinction between especially growing up there's a distinction you discover between being african like a first generation and uh being black people who whose families been here since since colonial years there's a distinction culturally and uh like as an african kid you get like crucified for it (laughs) it's weird it's weird like um, so growing up, like taking taking shit from like the black people about being African, taking shit from like non-black people for just being black, and then taking shit just from like the school hierarchy for not being an athlete yeah. of a sport that they care about. I play soccer, but it's like, <laughs> oh, you, you like you're with the white people because you play soccer. I'm like, no, no. I'm African. <laughs> I like soccer. <laughs> um, so it's just like all these things, and you realize. By like literally by sixth grade, you realize you're on the outskirts, and you're like, "Oh shit, um, I'm not gonna enjoy anything if I go through the motions of what people want from me because people don't really want anything from me." <laughs> you know, the cool thing about that is that, like, as well as like, thanks to the internet, I think so. People like like you and I, I feel like I kind of fit in the same boat because I feel like I wasn't too like Earl Sweatshirt. He was like, "I'm I'm too." I'm not black enough for the for the black kids. I'm not white enough for the white kids. You know, he's half. Like, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, so like he, the people that felt the same multiculturally, they didn't fit in, in certain crowds, and and then that's where that whole that whole just new wave of just people yeah. started like in 2011, 2010. Yeah, like you know. I wish, I wish I was a, a fucking teenager now, because the amount of access to improve of people having success because the internet is more prevalent than ever. Like you just think about it. Like I follow this guy named golden Polaroid. Um, I don't even know his real name. He's a, he's a photographer and his stuff is so fire. He just went to, he's like first year in college and it's like, yo, I didn't, I wasn't following photographers and videographers. And as a senior in high school, I was following sports Kanye. That's all I was doing. <laughs> but like the access that these kids have to the, what who does what they want to be doing on the highest level is prevalent and like one click away they get to study these people like little Yachty like before like he um he like really really made his imprint on on like teen culture is like he was pinpointing who was like the influencers who was the social media people and he got them in his videos. Um, one night blew up because of like the the streams of videos that were using the song, mm-hmm. and um and reenacting the lyrics, and people were like, oh, what is this song? Yeah. And it blew up. And then he jumped. He was a part of what season three, with uh, whenever Kanye previewed um oh, yeah, yeah. Pablo blew up. So it's like 
he got uh those oh, uh what's that guy's name uh, uh he's that comedian guy on uh, on twitter uh uh, I saw a picture. He's the guy that goes like this, and he just disappears. Oh, Niles. Yeah, yeah, he got uh, yeah. his whole uh, crew uh, his, in, in his in video. video, and it's like, just like we saw with Bad and Bougie, whenever Childish Gambino used the Golden Globes platform to yeah. talk about it, things blow up once they start trending. Bad and Bougie was already the second or third song in the country, but when Childish Gambino used that platform and that access to white people. Mm-hmm. It, it went to number one and like now Migos are like on like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> they are the Beatles, the black Beatles. Yeah. So stuff like that, like trending and like overnight success was hard without TV. I mean, that's what you use too. I mean, you, you use social media yeah. to just, I mean, to promote your part. I mean, like, I feel like many people try to like promote a party on social media, <laughs> but not many people can even get. How was your first party? The the very first, so okay let, let me preface, um, in college I used to do this thing called Waterford Presents, um, I forget about this all the time, but that was like the, the backbone of like my event, um, planning, basically, once again in college it was the same situation. I'm not an athlete, so if I wasn't 21, I couldn't just walk into bars, um, I was. Once again, just the black kid at UT. You weren't in a frat. I wasn't in a frat. I wasn't in a black frat, but specifically a white frat. I wasn't in those. I knew people, but you you walk up to the door and they're like, oh. Who do you know here, bro? I, I know Jordan Bradley. And they'll be like, um, call him. Call Jordan Bradley. I'm like, I'm texting him right now. Whoa. Just wait for him to come. And it's like, I, <laughs> I'm on the verge of being a grown man. I'm not begging you just to walk in a room full of alcohol and girls, girls who didn't come here for me and alcohol I don't drink. So it was just like, why am I why am I forcing this? So I lived in an apartment complex that had a big courtyard. It was like three stories and it was like a built like a prison. And I moved over there because of one time they were known for having a um Halloween parties. Me as a freshman, I, I go there on accident, and it was like a rager. I made out with the girl. I was like, oh. <laughs> and um, and uh, I was like, yo, like this place is dope. And then the following semester, we found out the rent was cheap, and we moved there. And then I was like, yo, let's do a Halloween party. And we um, we did that. It got canceled. But uh, we started throwing parties there. And like our first party like we made like two thousand dollars <laughs> it was like crazy because the market that we were trying to find was kids who can't go downtown and kids who don't go to frats basically the demographic that i fit right into mm-hmm. and then they came for the good times and that's all it was and then like eventually that like fell apart because of like landlord management and just like people i couldn't trust <laughs> who would know it would get that deep but uh, like that became the backbone of like of the event side of human influence was all learned through like the trials and errors of Waterford Presents. It's weird mm-hmm. to even refer to that. But like the house party, which was done at my house um, in 2015, it was like, yo, we're going to like at first I was just promoting a vintage clothes store, which human influence was that initially. But I always had intentions to build something that other people can use. 
Um, and then we when we had that first event, it was like, damn, people first and foremost enjoyed each other, enjoyed the music, and like enjoyed my music, and enjoyed all the artists that were involved. And I'm like, if I if I was just a rapper, there would be no reason for me to work with some of these artists that I know because it's like, yo, do you make beats? You don't make beats. <laughs> and that do you shoot music videos like outside of those two things like rappers don't have a lot of crossover so like since building human influence there's reasons to collaborate with so many other people and then it gives other people to finally do what they want to be doing on a bigger platform than just their own like social media page and you'll be surprised i mean how much people really just want to collaborate with each other you know facts yeah, like, people are more than down. Like, you, everyone's human just like you, you know? Like, and people, they see someone's social media or whatever, they think there's somebody else. But in reality, they're nice. Yeah, they're just humans. Everyone's yeah. nice, you know? They, if you're nice to them. Not everybody, but... Yeah. Not where, everybody, where does but. your inspiration come from? Ooh, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think, most importantly, I'm inspired by jealousy. Really? <laughs> um, that's... Like, yeah. Good answer, good answer, good honest every answer. Every South by. Um, yeah, every stock. Okay, let's even talk about South by. Like, jealous. Um, <laughs> my first South by experience was like me uh, going to where? Okay, I saw ASAP Rocky and uh, and uh, an ASAP Mob perform. It was like their third show ever at Fair Market, right? What, what year was that? Twenty fourteen. It was no twenty twenty twelve. Oh, when they dropped the, the tape. Well, the first one, I guess, when, mm-hmm. when ASAP Berg started, like, you know, yeah. Like, so, like, right when ASAP Rocky started blowing up, when he was still dating Iggy, oh, <laughs> like 2012, yeah. I was at that show. It was wild, um, and I was just like, that was the the last day of South by. That was the Saturday I came back from spring break, and then following year, I was uh, I, re- I met Kendrick the following year, and. Like once again, it was at Fair Market, Spotify House, and I rem—I remember just like trying to like be places I wasn't supposed to be, and seeing other people just walk. Like it was Kendrick, and I was like, "Yo, this is tight." Um, but like at the end of the day, no one knew me. I remember I was—I still have that picture. I had like a, a kid robot chain that I made. Hey, kid robot. Yeah, shout, shout out to kid robot wherever you are. <laughs> Japan. Japan? They went back to Japan? Well, they were Dallas, Japan, and where else? I don't know. They Probably had, LA. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, like, even South by, I was seeing a lot of artists who maybe, like, I didn't even really think their music was that tight, but they were performing. And, uh, like, eventually I started working during South by, like, doing gigs. Um, and most importantly, I, I remember walking and uh, meeting people, and they're like, oh, okay, like, you're in a Samsung shirt. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> and uh, two years ago, I was working at Fader for it for vitamin water, and uh, like, I, I I was chopping out with some people, but like, I remember getting curved by a lot of people. I remember even seeing um, Zoe Kravitz. I didn't even know who she was. Oh wow! And like, I was like, excuse me, I need to put these vitamin waters in this bin. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like. I felt like Aladdin and she was like Princess Jasmine. Ah. <laughs> but it was it was like one of these things like, okay, I'm invisible to these people. Not to say that these people matter like more than like my friends and family, but 
it it doesn't feel good to be walked past when you think you're somebody. But but where does the jealousy come in? Oh, it's just like that. Uh, when you're seeing other people interact with like high like people that I look up to, yeah, on a first name basis, you're like, man, ugh, him. Like, uh, you ever see that video on Twitter? The that dude whack. His shoes whack. You never seen that video? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's one of these videos where like a, a guy's looking up at the camera, like as in like the girls in the second floor, mm-hmm. and the guy's like confessing all these things that the other dude sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's how I used to feel throughout school. I'm like, wait, this like, is why him? You yeah, know, this is the most her. popular dude. Are you serious? Um, and th- that's how I was feeling, like with a. Uh, with like seeing rappers like that's how i feel about fraternities like, yeah that's, just, so that's how I, that's how i feel and um so is that wanting of just being recognized, being acknowledged as just a human? Like, why, why, why not me too? I uh, that I would say, and knowing that no one has one up on you. Yeah. Like, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super fan, and like, I feel like Vegeta, like, where he's always looking at Goku, like, okay, you just did that. <laughs> like, what the heck? I need to go back to the dojo and get get my get my thousand hours in um and like more than ever like the south by even though i'm not all the way there it's like okay the improvements from riding my bike and trying to sneak into places to walking into things Mm -hmm. and performing and hosting events that's there i need to cherish that but it's like bro like there's people my age who just won grammys Mm -hmm. and not to say that's my path right now it's not i went to school what did you, you study? I, um, Where'd you go to school at? I went to UT. Shout out. Woo! I shout out Longhorns, everybody. Um, at first, I was studying biochemistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know why. I blame my mom. <laughs> Biochem. I started off with math, too. And then I switched to econ just to get out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that whole process was like, wait, my degree doesn't matter. It's It's all about my skills. And when I was when I was like two years in with the biochemistry path, I was like, "What skills do I have? Like pipetting and like pouring liquids into beakers and like putting, like it just I wasn't feeling like I was learning anything. Even with econ, like I wasn't learning any hard skills that I could step out of class with and like change uh change something. It, it hasn't been until now where I'm like, "Yo, I have mad skills." Whether it's like me being a rapper or a songwriter, that's skills in song arranging or hosting events or curating something or being like, oh, this this is good. This is bad. This is what we need to do. Like problem solving. Like I didn't feel like school was teaching me that. And then um, like now more than ever, I'm like, okay, I, I can help anything I put my hands on. And that, that I didn't obtain that until post school and like looking at other people being like man like that's tight but you're missing this like if you ever watched first take on espn with Stephen a smith 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so annoying. Yeah, I just want to like jump inside the screen. Just, it's like, so annoying <laughs> because when they're arguing about the Cowboys, Stephen A is always like he's always like waiting, and then he always like you missed this important point. <laughs> so he's like, oh, like you missed one key feature. Like he always says that, and that's how I feel sometimes. It's like, yo, like oh, that's cool, but y'all missed this whole this whole side, this whole other perspective, and um. I just think about like yeah like when I see Kanye or Pharrell or Chance or I see all these these amazing artists doing their thing and I'm like okay I could either get jaded and like frozen by like man like they already done like everything I wanted to do I realize they haven't done something that the world needs and I feel like I'm I'm like on the verge of like adding a new narrative for people who feel left out like I've been all my life. Have you ever wanted to stop? Like, have you ever felt like I need to quit? I can't do this anymore. You know, that's a, once again, that's a good question. Um, of course you have days you're like, man, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think at the end of the day, what always brings me back to like my path or journey is the fact that if I don't make, if I don't make the music, I'm going to be listening to someone else's music. Mm-hmm. If I don't host the party or the event or the art show, I'm going to be going to someone else's event, concert, art show. And I'm always going to be like, like, mm, mm. like this is, yeah. this is, I could do better. I could do better. Yeah. So instead of always saying that, just do, do it. Do something about just it. Just do it. Yeah. It comes down to that one quote. It's like, if not us, who? who? Yeah. If yeah. not now, when? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like a lot of people love also like, I'm not saying that you were hating, but a lot of people like just hate or like just, man, they never do anything about it. Like, That's I'll true. respect you if if you like, if someone if I have a hater or whatever. But hey, do something about it. You know, make sure you're you're better than me or whatever. Yeah. Like, so like, I feel like having all these goals and ambitions are just like thoughts, and thoughts are worth n- nothing really yeah. unless you put action into them. Like, it, you're, you're doing, you're making it happen, bro. Like you're making shows happen. You're throwing parties. All these photo shoots. But, you're, it, but you're everything doing, that you do, I feel, and I just met you, it's like bringing people together facts. For, a, for a purpose, you know, like connecting people. You're a connector. You yeah, these, the, the people that are forgotten. Yeah. Which is cool. Exactly. You know, those, are, those people are, they, they all have like, skills. They all have. It's not, it's not necessarily people that are, are, for, are forgotten, but it's like the people yeah. that, that aren't in, like, I'm not supposed to just like Sixth Street. Yeah. You know, exactly. I don't, I hate, I mean, I still go, but I just don't like be because I'm around people that I, uh, unless I'm, with, I mean, I'm with my friends, but I'm, I'm going in a place paying for expensive drinks to be around people that I don't, I don't that, fuck with. That don't talk to you, don't, that don't look at you, and it's like, wait, why am I, like, what am I chasing? Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's one of those things. I think about people who are even booming on the gram, mm-hmm. like. And then th- what? Yeah, it's like yeah. they have like seven thousand followers or six thousand or eight thousand. Those people are spread across the planet. Yeah. Those your followers can't save you when you're in a room full of people yeah. you don't know. So I even I even meet these people and they're like, "Yo, I'm looking for friends." I'm like, "Wait, don't you have a bunch of friends on the internet?" No, that's not real. So it's like I'm even trying to like grab people who have like mad talents and like put them in in the room with more people to create with. And then like at the end of the day, it, like human influence the acronym is high yeah so it's it starts with like a greeting like most of the stuff that's came to me Mm -hmm. has happened because i met 
someone in the most likely a party setting or a concert setting. I went to Chicago last week um, because like my homies who I met during South by at a once again the fair um, fair, fair market, market. Yeah. fair market is like my place. East side hype hotel man hype hotel RIP. Um, they're not doing it no, this year. It was, a, it was a flashlight party. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was a flashlight party. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Yesterday we walked by there. That's that's what it is now. It's like <laughs> Damn. It's not hype hotel though. Were they giving else. out free flashlights? I don't no. know. I think they were like had a pinata and like full of them. And you just had to like hit it. And like they all come out of the pinata. Whatever. No. He's nah. joking. <laughs> no. But it was sponsored by them. We stopped by for a second. Yeah. Uh, it was whack. Uh we it just, just saw bougie it. people drinking and, and you gotta pay for your drinks. What? What? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, South Park is weird. Like, it's nah, there's a lot of open bars though. There is all day, every day. Um. Oh, tell me, tell me, like your best like South by experience. Like, like I know you mentioned like Kendrick, making Kendrick Lamar, but like what else? Like, ooh, um, you. Yeah, I see. Damn. I'm trying to think. Like, what was? I think one of the the. The most important. Ooh, I think. So I saw Kanye and Jay Z perform. Ooh. The um, Samsung? Yeah, at the Samsung yeah, event. <laughs> and I couldn't even like fully enjoy it because the job I was doing, I was working with Samsung, and we were walking for twelve hours, like oh exchanging God. people's uh, batteries. <laughs> yeah. Twelve hours, and then after the shift, we stood in line for two hours, and like. Stood in line to get in. Yes. Oh my god. And then like Kanye and Jay Z didn't perform till like twelve, so my back was hurting. I was like niggas in Paris. I was like, (laughs) 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 like I was feeling pregnant. My 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 back was hella arched. Yeah. That was dope. That was one of those moments. I was like. And what about it made it dope? Like the fact that you got access to it. The fact that you and like what was it? Kanye. Well, well, like the fact that something like that you couldn't obtain for free yeah. anywhere else in any other capsule. Like no matter like how you like turn the, the, the Rubik's cube going to that for free was like, of course at the exchange of time, but like what else was I going to be doing? So like, I wasn't worried about that. And it was just like, yo, like these are my heroes. These two are the pinnacle of like music that I consume. And it was like, damn, I saw this on the house. Um, and th- I think one of the biggest moments um, for South By for me was uh, um, going to, there was a Titanfall event um, when Titanfall first came out, the Xbox game. And it was Childish Gambino who performed there. And that was the first time I saw Ch- Gambino. I honestly did not like him up until that point because the internet just dropped. But like from I met one of my best friends there. And when he was like weird, he was rapping and he looked at me and he started making fun of me. I was like, hell nah. <laughs> and I started going in on him and then we became friends. And then I met this girl there that I was talking to for a minute. I was like, yo, like South by is tight. <laughs> um, but like I would say now it's like, I can't say any of those moments are more important than what I'm doing this year. Um, first time in my life, I'm like doing something during South by and like performing during South by, of course, none of it being official and none of it being like anything that, um, I'm not involved in. Mm -hmm. Like 
for the most part, like things just don't land in my lap. Um, and I, I feel like it, that's how I always felt. Like people don't know about me unless I know, unless I know about them type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how like the internet works really. Cause like we, I met this girl in Chicago who she has like 120,000 followers on Instagram. I'm like, how like did you follow a hundred thousand like yeah. i would have to follow a hundred and twenty thousand people for same here like i don't i don't get how it how it starts to aggregate and like turns into like a a snowball but so that's how i always felt and like more than ever like even this friday when i performed in front of a house packed of people making them say words that i wrote that that's amazing like me seeing my favorite artist is cool but me Trying to be someone else's favorite artist is cooler. Me wearing my own shirt right right now. These like my favorite moments of South by now because it's like going from uh, kind of like the bench to the game. Like mm-hmm. I'm finally up at bat. Yeah. Um. Usually I'm working during South by because there's a lot of money to be made, but I'm Airbnb in my room, and it's like oh I don't have to worry about money. Of course I can make more, but. Should I make money or make opportunities that could lead to money? And that's what it's, that's what it's been. If you could give one piece of advice or, or several pieces of advice, whatever you want to say, um, to brands. Because, I mean, it seems like you've worked with several brands here in South By. What would it be? Like, especially integrating them with music. Like, what piece of advice? I feel like, and even talking about that, I feel like music sells products. Um, music is universal. Yeah. And, like, music has always pushed some type of furniture, like, whether it was, like, 12 inches, CDs, tapes, um, products, like, beats. Why do we like beats? Beats, headphones. Because, yeah. like, we constantly see them in music videos. Yeah. Um, if you check, like, the trends of alcohol, and, like, you should see where where the that alcohol is in music right now. Hennessy is at its peak right now. Uh, back then it used to be Patron, Grey Goose, Ciroc Boys. Boys. <laughs> now it's Hennessy because the internet, the internet started making videos about it, and, right. and now it's back in 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 the lyrics. Um, so it's like with brands, especially during South by, you want to connect your brand with emerging artists, people who have not only followings but a quality audience and a story. Yeah, and a, and a narrative. Yeah. Um, that's and that's one of the biggest things for me is like like and connecting your brand with people with like not just inanimate ideas but with people and faces like jan sports having an event with the little yachty at cheer up charlie's this what, week jan sport yeah. yeah 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 it's like coming back yeah <laughs> like they sponsor south by but it's like you can sponsor and throw your money into something, but until some someone has something to grab on, it doesn't matter. Um, what would be your ideal? Like, if you can tell, like, Samsung or any brand, make this ideal event happen, like, what would you want to see? Right now, in this moment, I'm planning a, a basketball tournament slash concert for, like, the summer. And, like, that's something that I want to bring to life, like, to, like, a high-level and stuff like that, I think about cities need, like, burst of energy. Like, Austin is dope, mm-hmm. but, like, the city only really gets lit for South by and ACL. That's true. In a little bit, we're going to talk about ACL 
We're gonna you got you have a story to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and and it's like the city and the people deserve more than that. And I I just think about like there's always opportunities and spaces to connect regular everyday people, artists, and companies. The the companies can have access to the audience. The companies can pay the artists, and the artists can share what they do. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like the basketball tournament, like three-on-three three slash music concert slash whatever can happen and stuff like that. It's like I've been trying to, like, get, like, some of these ideas off the ground. I I feel like I get trapped in, like, a box full of ideas, good ideas yeah. that can't come to life with only me. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not a carpenter um i i can't chalk up like a million basketball courts on my own so it takes help and money and finances so i think about stuff like that um and like yeah but when i think about one big idea i i think about that basketball tournament that could be so tight um but anyways um even you know when i talk about like south by and acl being the, the peak seasons of austin and it's also like thinking about who who's it a peak season for uh predominantly white people <laughs> and like and no shade it's like yo it's whoever can afford it yeah um and i i just think about acl's like the wristband's like 300 mm-hmm. and yep. what if i actually like really like these artists and i i can't afford to spend half of my rent yeah on a wristband what happens nothing you don't do anything you got to watch it through people's Snapchats. Yeah. Um, FOMO. FOMO. And, and FOMO's not even a real thing. Like, to me, it is, man. Yeah, for the too. most part, like, like, I was, and to go back to ACL, but I was at this Rev Run event yesterday. And it was just like, it was like lit. Like, <laughs> as lit as, like, once again, like, corporate white people can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Free drinks, confetti. A DJ playing a, <laughs> <Confetti>. <laughs> a DJ playing a it was a prominent DJ, I don't even know his name, some young dude. And like Ray Rev Run like um spinning some ad libs over some like beats. I'm like, yo, this is like cool, but it's not cool at the same time. Like I was just sipping on a topo and be like, Okay, this is cool. No one wants to talk to me. Uh What's next? What's next? And that's how I feel like when people finally get to those places, just like Alice in Wonderland, once you finally make it to the wizard, you're like, oh, yeah, right, you're, this is it. you're just an old white dude in a curtain <laughs> with a projector. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. The yeah. Wizard of Oz. So, and the, that's like that's a good comparison. And yeah. like, and when you realize when you walk into it, you're like, oh, like this is actually wag. But that's what a lot of people say. Like they, they're like, if you're not happy in the current situation you are right now, or with a certain amount of like, I guess, money you might have, when once you get it all, it's not gonna change. No. Like the whole to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. That whole album it speaks about him, Kendrick getting this fame and this money, but he's still suicidal. Yeah. He yeah, still yeah. doesn't. He's not happy. Yeah. You know? So it's just, I guess, pers- you know, it's just perspective. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perspective like and, big time and. Like of course you just always want to see the other side, and like going back to ACL, um, tell like, us your story. Okay, so tell us your story. ACL 2016, it was cool. You know, they, they it was had, awesome. I guess my the the fa- my favorite artist. Well, I mean not my favorite, but like my I guess hip hop acts. Yeah. You know it's it's top dog. You know it's 
you know, Absol, you know, J Rock, uh, uh, Isaiah. Isaiah. Uh, but the, but the main guys, you know, Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they they performed at, at ACL on the big stage. Uh, what was was it the Samsung stage? It was uh, yeah right yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. a Samsung that's, stage. That's the main one. But yeah, I saw them weekend one. It was cool. And then uh, and then that's when you went to weekend two, right? I went weekend two, and yeah. I loved uh, Radiohead. Radiohead yeah. And so you hard. went to weekend one or two? Mm-hmm. One. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. so you were there? Oh, shit. yeah. yeah. So yeah, like wait, you you had a ticket? Well, tell your story because it's kind of interesting. I was <laughs> no, mad. No, I, I was mad. I, I was I was I was just I was jealous. jealous. So it, I was real jealous. it should inspire you. Um, so <laughs> watch out, oh, salty. Watch out. No, so okay. No, same here. So like when I first got to Austin, I didn't even know what ACL was. So like the second year and the first year, Kanye was there. He was mm-hmm. he was doing. Uh, he was doing uh my 14 was that 2014 no 2011 2011 he was doing my dark twisted fantasy stuff and like cruel winter shit cruel summer um but so like after that acl i started trying to jump the fence and and like it's hard bro yeah i I tried i did it two years straight after that first uh after jump the fence y'all mean literally jump the fence and there's two fences just so everybody knows jump some porta potties and boom you're there you're you're in it so, this ACL, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm pull up, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna I'm gonna look the part, and um, I, I parked my bike. I'm like, okay, like, of Park course, I, I could I could try to, um, I could try to like find someone do the pass back. I was like, man, if I get in, I get in. So, basically, I went to the main entrance and tried to like backpedal through like the exit. And like it didn't work, so someone's like, "Sir, blah blah blah," and then I w- I went around to the other exit, um, on the other side where like a lot of the staff was moving in and out. Yeah. Pulled out my phone. And I was just like, "Okay," and just walked in. <laughs> what? Yeah. And ACL like super expensive. Is? I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like three hundred dollars. You just like normal person walking in, looking at their phone, like nothing. Facts. Like, Facts. Wow. I was I just I was looking down. Walked in and I was like in the, in the artist village. Like at the time it was night, so it was like, like no one was there. But it was like there's free stuff, but like nothing crazy. And I was like, oh snap, was Kendrick performing? I was like, oh shit, let me get try to get to that stage. Um, and we jump on a shuttle. Um, uh, I, I I jump on a shuttle, <laughs> to, shuttle to, to to take me to like, uh, the stage where Kendrick. No was, wristband, no, no nothing. No wristband, no nothing. And uh, I would go to the stage, and they're like, "You can't come in from over here." And like, I was with these 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 white folks, and like, it's funny as we we're walking up the stairs. Did they ever ask you wh- who are you? No, like, so the people that the people who were trying to finesse backstage, they yeah. were they were working the event, but like, yeah, the, it, by the t- when you rule of thumb, once you pass the threshold, everyone thinks you're supposed to be there. Because it's like, how did you get there if you're not supposed to be there? Yeah, gotcha. So, like, no one was asking questions, but someone saw me, and they were like, this, like, black security guard's like, you ain't supposed to be here. I was like, <laughs> no, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> I, and it's one of these things. It's like this weird mentality, like, wait, you look like me. How how you how you going to be back here? So that was happening to me. Oh, wow. Uh, big time. Like by the black the black I mean, security, you weren't wow. supposed to be there. <laughs> they were doing their job well, yeah, yeah. but they weren't pressing the other folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So like I get rejected. I'm like I'm like like I'm walking around the perimeter of the of the stage and Kendrick's about to perform. Um and then I walk into this other I walk into this lounge. It was like deep eddies or no, it was Tito's. And like I run into some people. There's like backstage. I didn't even know there was like backstage free alcohol lounges at ACO. I was there, I was drinking topo back to back. Um and then I I have two topos in my hand and I walk out, I'm into the grass. Like the the whole like area where everyone's at. I'm like, oh, this is this was my goal. Like my goal was just to get into ACO. <laughs> but I got a hint of the other side and I was walking to Kendrick and like he started performing. I was like, This is cool, but I'm a mile away from the stage. I'm not trying to live this life no more. I'd rather go home than be in a pile full of people in jerseys and flags. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the entrance where the exit where I walked out. I was like, yo, I was just in here, fam. It was like, where's your wristband? I'm like, I ain't got one, but why would I have two topos in my hand? <laughs> I, I just came out of here. Um, and like they let me in and then I went back in and then I jumped back on the shuttle and it took me back around and then I walked into a, just this random like through this random entrance and it was the samsung lounge and like like people these people on the other side of the stage they were like in a line trying to get backstage to the kendrick show but they couldn't they were the closest people to the stage and they couldn't see him i'm like this is dumb as fuck like being backstage is not that tight if it, if it's taking me away from the goal the goal is not to be backstage. The goal is to see Kendrick from the best vantage point for me. So I was like, man, I was talking to this guy. He was like, I want you to stand in line with us. I was like, no. <laughs> and then I walk around and there's this rail. And I just move the rail. I walk up the stairs and I'm literally backstage, like as in like the audio engineers right there. Listen. Just move the rail. Move the rail. That's life right That's there. Life. That really is no, life. No one, no one's asking you questions. You're supposed to Just be do there. It. And then I was about to go up these stairs immediately in front of me. After I walked upstairs, there's another set of stairs, and this lady didn't let me in. And I was like, okay, it's whatever. And then I walk around. I start talking to this black dude. And then he walks up the stairs. I'm walking in behind him. <laughs> and like I walk upstairs. There's schoolboy Q, his bodyguard. His DJ, his homies on his album, he like his homeboys, wow. and like some some white girls, and like we're all just up there. Of course, they the school schoolboy cues people really didn't fuck with me because they're like, who's this random black dude? <laughs> <laughs> and, but the the girls thought I was a part of it, and I was like watching Kendrick from like, like literally like right there. I was like, yo, of course this is cool. But I'm, I'd rather be on stage. <laughs> so you walk on stage? No, I didn't walk on stage. <laughs> you move the rail and go walk on stage? <laughs> no, but... Uh, I, <laughs> you might as well have. I could have walked on stage. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those moments. It's like, yo, I achieved my goal of entering South uh, ACO. And then my my goal got like intensified when I realized, wait, there's more to be got. Yeah. And then... That's why whenever I stepped into the grass, into like the the refugee pit, which ACL is, I I like I felt inadequate again. But two hours before, I just wanted to get into ACL. <laughs> but then like my goal like like 
um, compounded, and I was like, no, I'm gonna meet Kendrick again. And like after the show, he like he immediately walks out. I'm like, oh, what's up, Kendrick? And he's like, okay. He's like, oh, what's up? Then he jumps into his like excursion with his wife, and this he dips out. And it was just like, yo, like I made this happen for myself. Of course, like on the scheme, on the grand scheme of things, all I did was walk into a festival for free. Um, and I got somebody's number. One of the guy that walked up the stairs. Who was he? Um, he's like, like a, he's a part of a publishing company, um, that Kendrick, um, goes through, and like, Kendrick has talked about this dude being like one of the reasons why he made all right, because like Kendrick was sitting on all right for a while, and like, the guy's name is Sam. He was like, yo, you, when you gonna finish that track? So it's like I met someone important. Hopefully he hasn't changed his number. I need to text him. But it, it was like one of those situations, like, yo, like, at, le- at least I looked the part. Yeah. yeah. At least I looked the part. Now I just need to create the content um, and and, the, uh, and increase my level of exposure to earn the real role. I looked the part. And that was one of those moments, like, oh, like, man, schoolboy, like, he's he just a human. Yeah. He's just a human. So what is your goal right now? You want to be like a rapper? Like that's yeah, ultimately like, what you want to do? And that's, what, that's who I am. I, yeah. like, I, th- I am a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, with one song out, All Vibes Matter. Shout all out. Vibes Matter. Plug, plug, plug. Um, I've created uh, at least a baby level of, uh, of concern that people have for me. And that I've learned that through human influence, pushing that, um, learning how to brand, Learning how, like, okay, this is acceptable, this isn't. Um, this is how you do a press release, blah, blah, blah. So, like, the goal is, yeah, like, even by the summer is to be, to be on the, like, to be touring. Yeah. To be, not, not even, like, a real, like, tour, but, like, yo, we're going to go from this city, perform here, mm-hmm. make money, sell shirts, go to the next city, perform, connect with people, sell close. That's how, that's how, like, the... I mean, everyone like that's relevant. Like that's how Top Dog did. That's how uh, uh, Schoolboy and Kendrick did. They had a van and they traveled city to city and had little shows, sold merch, and then look, they're look look at where they're at right now. Yeah. You know, from like twenty what two thousand nine. Well, I saw them in twenty ten, and it was a tiny little show in Dallas at the Arnetic. Schoolboy looked dirty. No, Schoolboy looked dirty, bro. <laughs> Schoolboy was, was like a, he was like a straight up like a, he looked homeless, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like he was smoking, uh, he was smoking, and like he like ashed. Uh, we hit me with the blunt on my eyebrow, and I was on stage with him while I was like recording. And he just hit me, hit my eyebrow. It was him and Kendrick, and I was backstage with Kendrick just hanging out. He was just really cool people, you know. And then when Kendrick was performing, I was like right behind him with the camera like this. You still have that footage? No, we Bro. lost it. We left down the school camera. It was a school's camera. It was we a school, just, like, that's in. why we were able to get on stage because the school had like some cool cameras. <laughs> Shout out Duncanville. Yeah. yeah, so like we, uh, yeah, I, and I found out about Kendrick a week before. He had that song. Uh, uh, he's like, my BMW is my, what is it, what is it called? Uh, my BMW is my best. I don't even know, but Detox. Okay, okay. Look out for Detox. Okay, that okay, song, yeah. That's the, I was like my favorite song at the time. That's you know? funny. Look out for Detox. But yeah, they had a show with Sore Losers, you know, Brandon Blue yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Brown. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, yeah, I even think, was it Blue and Brown that, that closed the show too? Yeah, yeah. We went to go see them. Yeah, we like, went to Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar opened up for them and there were nothing, you know? Like, what? I mean, yeah. It's not like there were nothing, but that, he had like Baddie Slave, uh, what <laughs> else? Uh, Jordan. Or something like that. Like it was that first album. Are oh, you yeah. talking about um, um, 
Michael Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Too much for these bitches. Yeah, too much. much. Okay, okay. (laughs) That was during OD era. Yeah, it was like yeah, twenty ten. But man, like it's so cool that 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 happened. You know? Yeah. Like with now, he's probably the best. I, in my opinion, he's the best ever. But I need a. I feel like I needed a college education to to understand. I still don't understand them, (laughs) bro. It's so like these walls. uh, Uh. I, bro, every track on on uh, uh, the Temple Butterfly. Yeah. Even I go back to Good Kid, Mad City, and now I really understand some of the songs, you know. And it's just it's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, so the thing with the internet, this now like people want to skip steps, but it, it, it's not longevity that's gonna happen. Yeah, like you, you'll get it, but it's is it gonna last you? Is it gonna build a career for exactly. you? Exactly. Like people don't want to do the groundwork. Like after I performed, I knew it was like, yo, I have T-shirts for sale. I stood by my own merch table selling shirts. And it's like, and it was a mentality switch that happened to me on Friday. It was like, I was at this event and uh, someone was like, yo, like, I was telling them, like, when I came back from Chicago, I thought, like, the main takeaway from it was like, okay, I need to find a manager who can pump money into me because I need to pay for these beats and studio time and mixing and mastering. Um, Or I need to find, like, someone a sponsor and, I, and the guy was telling me it was like yo like fuck all that you need to just locate your consumers talk to them i shot that music video because people donated six hundred dollars to me and i went to la so it's like now i have a product to sell i can sell t-shirts um or like once again i can go kickstarter again but it's like yo like if you really need money go outside Open up shop, use them for me. Use the music to sell the product, then then be about your business and keep it going. So it was like when it was like Friday was like proof. Like yo, th- this is no different from what Chance is doing. Chance has music. You gotta know Chance put in like what he's been doing this for what seven no what, longer than me eight years. Yeah, um, but it's make the music, sell a ticket, sell a shirt, make the music. It, 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 it make the moves man make the moves. you're doing that and i'm trying and it's like um i'm trying not to waste any more days because yeah i'm 24 not to say that's old like jay-z kanye dropped their first album at 26 27 of course like we think in the digital age it's all about younger and whatever but you know the nba is full of young kids like one and dones but who's the best in the league right now a 33 year old lebron 32 year old or in a Steph Curry who took it took him six, seven years mm-hmm. to go from, oh, someone that we don't think can run point guard in the NBA to one of the top five point guards in the NBA. I don't think he's the best at point guard in the NBA. But it, it just keeps on going to show it's like it's another podcast right there. Yeah. Um it goes to show experience outweighs all that other shit. Anderson Pack last year, his first real South by like thirteen shows. He's he was new, um, nominated for Best New Artist of the Year in the Grammys at 31. So it's like when I was talking about getting jealous about other people's journeys and all that, at the same time, that's cool. But like that other person isn't you. I just kind of described like my background. I don't know any artist with the same background as me. I don't know any other person with the exact same background as me. So like my time will come. Your time will come. Whoever is listening, your time will come. It's all about have you prepared to take those opportunities? 
Um, and also starting. Yeah, not starting. Being afraid, don't be afraid. Not being afraid to, to make yourself look. Like don't, people don't do things because they think people are gonna think they're stupid or or, or they they don't want to they even don't want to look, look like at a fool. Like content that goes viral, it doesn't go viral because there's a brand behind it. It's a it, it goes viral because there's a human aspect behind it. Uh, no matter if it's story. like a selfie video or if it's a video shot by another person, like a grandma that can't even hold the video. If it goes viral, it's like a significance why it does. It's not a planned thing. Yeah. It's like just go with the flow and. Do something real. And we are all, I mean, I, I feel like every human being has the ability to make something happen. It, it might be music. It might be cooking. It might be engineering. It might be whatever. It might be coding. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's just like some people just don't realize it, that they have so much power. Yeah. We have so much power. We just need to love ourselves and really know that we can do it. And I want to I wanna take time to kind of say, I mean, we. I personally had never met you before. But something that I picked on to every single story that you've said is that the key word for you is unstoppable. <laughs> like at every point in your journey, you've been hungry mm -hmm. and hunger and hunger and hunger has motivated you. You're like, this is not enough. I could do more. I can do more. And you see it and your goal gets bigger and bigger, which I think that's something for everybody to think about. It's like your key takeaway is that once you're submerged in something that you love to do, you're going to be hungry always. Yeah. And stay hungry. Whether I have like a, a tapeworm in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And, so, and like even that hunger like makes like dilutes uh, the reality of some of my achievements. Like I feel like, oh, like I was supposed to do that. Like, yeah. And I don't get to appreciate it because I'm always looking at the next, next one. Thing, yeah. But it's like, yo, know, like. I, I do feel like once again like if i don't make music if i don't rock the show someone else will mm -hmm. somebody else will and if you don't do it uh like yesterday uh lonnie he was saying if you don't do it if you don't step up to the plate and and make moves happen make things happen and, and and you waste your opportunity nobody's gonna care no one's gonna care no one's gonna care you know nope. how you, you know how you said like sometimes you feel like nobody cares yeah bro people care people if care you're put out there doing it People care because they're not doing it. Yes. They're watching now. They're just watching. People like, care, oh, but wow. if you don't, but if you don't end up, if you don't take advantage of your opportunity and you just don't do anything with it, other people, uh, someone else is gonna step up to the plate, knock the long ball, and then no one's gonna care about if you'd made it or not. Yeah. Can you define opportunity? Making it happen and appreciating. <laughs> I, I feel like opportunity. Damn, that's a hard question. Yeah, it's, bro, it's, it's it's luck. It's hard It's luck times preparedness. <laughs> so you gotta be a little lucky but you gotta be prepared to take on the opportunity but I think Facts. it's also like everywhere like when I think of opportunity it means to me everywhere yeah it's everywhere but like are you prepared or, you know like I feel like also too like I don't know if, if I'm speaking for you but like everyone that's that's trying to make something happen or that's an outlier with with whatever they're trying to do something made them who they are like some type of what adversity made you? yeah what made what, you like what was that was there point? something like i feel like so it's like a diamond in the rock you know or, like i mean a, what is it a rock in the diamond how does that go uh, or how a diamond did you in the rough. know like that you wanted to do music you know when did like, it all start yeah i like i'm 24 i didn't really start making music until 20 um i didn't once again i was in school i was always like writing shit into my phone but even before that I, I feel like one of the main things for me has always just been my mom. My mom wakes up before me, goes to sleep after me, eats less meals than me. Um, she's like, she's almost like 56, yeah. Um, 
my my dad got my parents divorced. He started a new family. My mom took care of four kids on her own. Wow. And traveled through the uh, through the social economic thresholds to like to middle class. And like me seeing that and. Me being forced, like, my mom was a nurse, so she worked 12-hour shifts. It was just a situation where, like, okay. Were, were you a latchkey kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I had to, I had to like, take care of myself early on. Yeah. So, like, of course, like, my upbringing was through a culmination of different families and me, like, meeting these friends and, like, picking up on, okay, this is how, the, like, I had to take the best from everyone. So I had to steal like from people like, oh, this is okay, okay, this is this is how y'all do it, and like, but most importantly, like, my mom taking care of four pe- four other mouths, me being the youngest, and then helping other families, while making maintaining her own health, which she does a poor job of, made me be like, yo, I gotta get it, mm-hmm. like I'm tired of seeing this this woman work, she still she owns her own businesses, she owns two houses. And it's just like, bro, like, you too old. <laughs> and, like, that's one of the, the driving forces behind what I'm trying to do. And that's why I feel like things can't come soon enough. Because I'm, like, I'm tired of seeing that woman on her feet. Um, that's probably one of the biggest sources of inspiration is, like, my mom, who I don't even talk to enough. But, like, when we talk to each other, it's, like, like it's kind of, like, like, it's not, like, I don't have that type of relationship that y'all probably have with y'all's parents. It's, like, literally, like. Um, I played music for my mom for the first time going to Chicago when she was driving, when I was driving myself to the airport, but she had to drive the car back and she was like, okay. She was like, but why are you cussing? (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, like she started realizing, yeah, okay. This thing that you almost dropped out of school for is like actually good. She doesn't listen to rap. Like she doesn't even care that I make music. She just wants to see me successful and happy. And I just want to, like, acquire enough success to, like, retire her. So that's one of the biggest things for me. It's, like, growing up and seeing someone, like, literally go from a, a single mom to still single mom, but, like, kids with kids and, like, things to show for, like, her out efforts. Like, I've really seen efforts be returned and like she's a strong believer in jesus christ and like that's why i like for me once again i say i steal from people so it's like okay like if that worked for her that that's gonna work for me and um just per- her perseverance is like this is the biggest thing that i've taken away from my mom is that so i feel like that might be the biggest difference between like me and someone else is like yo i, I got someone in dallas that i'm trying to see like live a her next 20 years better than her last 60 so that's one of the biggest things for me that i don't even get to talk about that much because it's on my mind but it's like i don't bring it up mm-hmm. yeah um it's like that picture in your wallet that's as real yeah. as it gets so that's as real as it gets yeah picture in your wallet the love the love for your family and, and yeah. those things you got to do from that that's as real as it gets for her yeah because she loves you and that's why she does what she does Facts. You know? and and i just think about uh what was i about to say um damn what was i about to say yeah it's just it's just one of those things where um 
you don't you don't want to stop until like until you see you see them happy like and the reason I, I could have went to school I remember what I was gonna say I could have went to school got the best type of like boring job as possible but it's like I want to I want to like I, I want to like do everything in style you don't want to just like you don't want to just win the race you want to you want to do the Usain Bolt and like taunt like taunt yeah. before you cross the line you want to do the hotline bling yeah. you want to you want to do it all in style so that's why I'm going the like a longer road than just conventional getting a job with Dell type and type shit so that's one thing like I want to do all these things for like my family and my friends but at the same time I want to sauce it up and be happy mm-hmm. sauce yeah. it up like I don't want to be like not to linger on but like when I walked into that Rev Run party it's like this is the only time y'all motherfuckers get to turn up right <laughs> I want to be able to turn up every day yeah. whether it's turning up at a photo shoot podcast performance I want to turn up every day cause I have that right um, and that's all it is to me. And yeah, nothing's yeah. guaranteed, so you gotta enjoy it every know? day. Every day, I'm trying to be like Russell Westbrook with it every single day. I want to look like I'm like, why? Is, why is this guy going so hard? Because you don't know when it's gonna end. Yeah, real. And to end this, it was a beautiful conversation. A lot of really good key points were brought up. Mm-hmm. What we want to know, like, what are you listening to? What's your favorite song at the current moment? Ooh, um. You know, I haven't been listening to music lately because it's like either I'm rehearsing or trying to finish the song. Um, but Slide, um, Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, Migos. Yes. Dog, like, it it pisses me off, like, how, like, good, like, right when that song started, I was like, ooh. And that's all it was, like. That's all it was. That's all it was. That's my favorite song right now. And something oh that you always draw inspiration from, like that one thing that you were Instagram, like, <laughs> Instagram, Instagram, everything like that save button. Crazy. Mm-hmm. If you're not using the save button, I, I, I barely started using it. I barely found out you sleep. I'm like, I was pissed off. They took off the geo map, though. I thought that was so I, cool. I love how the you geo can map. see. Yeah, how you yeah. can see where everyone's been. I'm like, mm. Damn. they took it off completely. I'm sure like women were being stalked. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, Amen. What's your uh, what's your uh, at names? At names, only underscore o many who o m e n i h u. That's how you find me. Um, you can find the company Human Influence at influencehumans.com or at Human Influence. Um, yeah, catch it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And people, have, they have to check out the All Vibes, like the All Vibes Matter music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we'll play that some at the end. Super cool. Yeah, well, what's that? Is that on YouTube or Vimeo? Yeah, or? YouTube, uh, YouTube um, SoundCloud. I don't, I, there's a Janet Jackson sample, so I can't put it on Spotify. Please don't sue me. Um, so, yeah, like catch me on those platforms, on those pro oh, bono cool. platforms. More music's coming. If you ever see me perform, you know I have more music. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, most importantly, like, like thank y'all. No, thank you. Hey, no, thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, thanks for coming out, sure. man. I I woke up late because the yeah. clock went forward. Like, <laughs> like I was so salty. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was, no Cardi. Yeah. Y'all wondering why y'all tired? Yeah. Yeah, last night it was like two, and I looked at my phone. It was three. I was like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Shout out to iPhones for changing your time for Heck you. Heck yeah. But yeah, like. This like I'm grateful that y'all allowed this opportunity to still happen. And, uh, yeah, man. Here to many more. Next time you come in, 
all the vibes back. Now we got slide playing too. Or, but yeah, oh, who's play, play, who's playing play. both songs? Hey, but yeah, my name is Omeni Who. Hopefully, y'all y'all find me somewhere when y'all if any of y'all listen to this podcast, see me, say what's up. I'm out here. Thank you. Thank you for coming. This was APC Chats. Peace.